welcome out there to another awesome episode of the Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy that you are here to join us today on the Album Argument, a podcast where one person gives the other person an album and they pick the best and worst songs from that album. We have Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. Yeah, so this is one of your picks it to is. me. And yeah. uh, you've alluded to this, uh, I don't know if on air or off air, I think yep. since way back when. And so, um, yeah, why did you pick this? Two reasons. One, uh, as you know, our, our very first special guest, Reagan, my daughter, wonderful lady. Um, this is one of her favorite records. She loves this. And she really wanted to comment on this record. However, I wanted her to comment on something that she had no prior existing. Kind of like, you know, me giving the record out to both y'all. Which is why she was on Trip the Light Fantastic with Sophie Ellis Baxter. That's one reason. The other reason is because this is a great album. This is a great, solid record. Very good, very musically beautiful, um, inventive in many ways, and just overall, just downright amazing. Good, good, solid record. Yeah, I think uh, maybe this is now the most recent album that we've done. Uh, I think so. This was came out in what? Uh, 2020, 2021? 2021, I believe. Yeah, so I think we did the um, Sylvanesso one. That was 2020, so I don't think we've done anything newer, so... You know, we're, we're not just old dudes coming up with old albums. We do some new music as well. So, yeah, this is this is very new. This is very current. She was all over the Grammys last year. So I was, I admit, I was somewhat familiar with it, but I had never listened to the album. Yeah, it was, uh, it was released by Geffen Records back in May of 2021. It is produced by Dan Nigro, and it has been considered an, an instant classic. This has won so many Grammy Awards for Olivia Rodrigo, including the dreaded new artist. Grammy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we have to see what happens to her now. Because most people that win that tend to fall off the map and never do anything again. But it's not like she's a new artist, technically. No, she's not. She's been around the block. She's a Disney Channel kid. She was on Bizarre Vark. Uh, she was also in, what, High School Musical, the series, the musical, the TV show, the musical, the series musical. Something like that. Yeah, we, we've that, had That songs. title is so long, by the way, for that show. Oh. It is ridiculously long and annoying i just know i've heard her voice on songs that come up uh on the disney playlist that my kids listen to and you know they say oh what is this it's totally different you know than other disney songs i go oh it's olivia rodrigo she sings those other songs that's on that other album so now i have heard this album so yeah so so technically she's been out there for a while um making music but this is her first like solo record, and my goodness, did she hit it out of the park. What a, what a great debut. What a great statement of this is who I am. Um, there are flaws with this record. There are a few flaws, but overall, again, like I said, a solid, solid album. I love it. I bought it. It's a great record. Uh, so I want to know what your thoughts are, Jeremy. Jeremy Dunman, what are your thoughts on Olivia Rodrigo's Sour? So I will possibly probably i'll say i'll probably buy it Woo! yeah so it's it's different for let's say my catalog to have you know an album a more modern album let's say i do listen to modern music but yeah um i think it's great in terms of it sounds great uh for the most part there's one song that doesn't sound as good but and, yeah and, I, and i've got like i said there are flaws with this but it sounds very good it sounds very clean the songs are great uh it's very emotional um, I think the, even the, the album cover, it's kind of hilarious too. the, the sour. Yeah. So, um, the theme, uh, so very positive about the album. So it's about kind of teen angst, love relationships. Yeah. Along those lines. This, this very much teen angst is a hundred percent the definition of this album. 
Like, oh my gosh, yes. If you were not a teenager in love, then you might not understand this record. Some degree. Something, yeah. So if I have a problem with it, I'll just jump to the chase. In terms of the album, is that. Yes. It's a little too much the same as you listen from song to song to song. And yeah. you go, okay, I feel like we've said this. Okay, I feel like we said this. So I am interested in her sophomore album to see what she has to say. Oh, me too. And that's uh, that's one of the arguments that I've actually had about this. A lot of people have talked about how mature this record is. And I'm like, okay, at certain points, certain levels, yes, this is a very mature record. But once you really pay attention to some of the lyrics and stuff and, and what's said in some of the songs, you're like, uh, no, this isn't. This is very much the, the writings of a young teenage girl, which is she is. She was like... 16, 17 when she wrote and recorded this. So yeah, there's certain levels of immaturity there. And then on top of that, uh, the album named Sour Gray, it's a good album name, but it really should have just been named after the boy she wrote this whole album about. Yeah. It should have been like dedicated to such and such guy. And it's interesting that at least in terms of Spotify, I'm sure it's the same everywhere. The album is in all caps. Yes. And then some of the, all of the songs are in all lowercase. Correct. Is there a reason for that that you know? I have no idea. It, it's, I'm sure there's some story out there. I, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Um, as a mastering engineer, it drives me crazy. It looks like we're missing yes. some, you know, uh, capitalization, things like that. But there's usually, uh, you know, the artist would request things like that. And so it's, it's an intentional uh, choice. Um, but anyways, getting straight to the music. So I think all songs are pretty cool. As, and I would buy it, right? Yeah. Now it goes up and down. It starts out with Brutal's a great opener. I almost think it's kind of like STP type. It's yeah. kind of rocking. And- well, it actually has been compared to um, Elvis Costello. And there's a mm. lot of people that feel like she has ripped off Elvis Costello. Oh. He has actually commented on it going, no, it's not a ripoff. It's it's maybe inspired by, but like he has no issues with it whatsoever. He thinks it's great. Oh, okay. Now there are a couple of songs. I didn't write them down. Which ones that uh, I think Taylor Swift and yeah, she's helped uh, Jack Antonoff. They, they kind of either helped and, or her song kind of was a little, a little bit of a callback to one of their songs yeah. too. So, um, so it's in that realm of, you know, let's say I don't want to compare it to a Taylor Swift album, but it's similar. Some of the acoustic type songs. Oh yeah. I could see them touring together. Yeah. Like they, they would actually, if they did tour together, I don't know if they have, but if they did, that would actually be a good combo. Yeah, I think so. So going back to the idea that, uh, I have two songs that I really like one song's on the radio all the time, excuse me. And one song is not. Um, so I go back and forth, uh, in terms of if I have to pick the song now, this is a little different for me for the album argument, probably the better song I'll go, I'll just go with one of the hits. Okay. The better song is probably Deja Vu. It comes on the radio. I think it's very intelligent. I think it's very, uh, it's cool with the drums. It's got a cool rhythm and things like that. And I can see why it's a hit. Deja vu. I mean, after listening to at least this album of the songs that I've heard from her, it has all of her little kind of descending lines in her vocal. And it's very her. You kind of get a little bit of her, all of her 
mannerisms in this one song. Correct. You really, uh, she showcases her vocal abilities on this song so well. She's got a beautiful voice. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous voice. The only issue I have with this song, the music's great. The music by itself is great. The only issue I have is, again, that maturity there. That like, you know, when are you going to tell her that we did this first, you know? Well, baby girl, that's a part of growing up. You know, when you have that first love and it ends, uh, you're going to leave the good with you. You're going to take that with you. You're going to leave the bad behind. And when you get to that new relationship, you're going to, of course, share the good and and progress and, and grow up. So that's one of the, this is one of the songs in one of the areas where I'm like, eh, this shows a lack of maturity or lack of, of actually living life. But I think it's very clever in terms of how she says, you know, we did this, we did this. And then now I bet you do this. Yeah. And I bet you even tell her you love her between the chorus and the verse and things like that. I just think it's, it, it works well with the words. Like, however they came up with this, I don't know if it was probably just like one right or it's probably yeah. multiple rights because all the words just fit. I thought you were going to more say using Billy Joel in a song. Oh, no, I no, don't, no. I, don't, I like that reference, actually. I usually don't like songs that then reference other songs. I think it's a little too much and too obvious. But I uh, think that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, um, I think it works, though, for this song. And you're right, it does. But at the same time, let me ask you this, Jeremy Dunman. You dated somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you did something that was fun with them, right? Like whether it was ice skating or, or going to a movies or whatever. And, you know, you then dated somebody else. And does that mean you automatically don't get to go ice skating or go to the movies with those people? No, but I think she's saying in terms of something specific like Billy Joel, like she brought him into that world and then now he's okay. using it and saying hey this is mine and using what they had together with somebody else okay it's something very personal and i don't know it's even maybe even not like a relationship it's just like telling somebody about a band or artist or something and then them not giving credit back to where hey i got this from somebody else i could see how she's kind of i can see that. About that it's like i dated this one girl my very first love she introduced me to the marvelous three you know and and so since ever since we broke up, of course, every time I I hear the Marvelous Three, I, I I do think about her in a fond way, not like an oh I hate her. No, it's just like oh that's nice. But like I've shared Marvelous Three with other people because I'm like this is a good artist. You need to you need to hear them. Did I have to give her credit for that? Like by the way, everybody, my ex girlfriend who who we broke up and it was very messy, very very messy. She's the one who introduced me to Butch Walker and the Marvelous Three. Yeah, I, 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 I'll stand by my point, but I, I, I see you have a point. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. I'm wrong. I, I don't know. It. Yes, I'm right. You're wrong. I don't know. Just <laughs> deja vu saying it's deja vu. It's clever. The it title's is clever. clever. They say in harmony has the harmonies on that line. Yeah. I, think, I don't know. This Just, is one of the best songs on the album. This is a stellar song. Yeah. But it's not my favorite because uh, maybe as mentioned in previous episodes, I don't know if I'm going through a midlife crisis. But, you are. You know, I'm trying to maybe switch jobs, things like that. Uh, trying to figure out as I'm what? How old am I? 37. I don't. Are you really? 37. Just Dang. turned 37. Dude, and, you're old. You know, you have to decide. Okay, am I going to keep doing what I'm doing now, or am I going to, you know, do something different? Um, in terms of, so one of these songs that I'm about to get to. Long story. Uh, speaks to me right now in terms of right. I don't use Facebook as much. And just to be honest, because uh, I like Facebook, but I think Facebook is a little too close to seeing what other people are doing all the time. And of course, people always share the good. 
Oh yeah. People don't often share the bad. Yeah, you don't no, want to share the you bad. You don't want to share the bad. I am more of a user of Twitter and I really it just clicked after listening to the song. I go, well, why do I like Twitter more? Well, I like to read, so I don't do Instagram because I don't take pictures, but I like to read. And I think Twitter, there's a there's a, a shield in terms of I don't necessarily know everybody that I follow, or it's just like, oh, they're at their point of their career. I'm at, at my point, that's okay. Yeah. Now Facebook is very close to other friends and yes. hey, I love everybody. Everybody's going to listen to this and you know, family whole is a whole nother thing. I love Facebook for that. But I admit, I get jealous. And I think I'll speak for all of us. We get jealous when you look at, let's say, a social media and say, hey, why am I not doing something that yeah. they're doing? Yeah. Right. And just specific to me right now is career, right? I could care less about going to Hawaii or this or that, like whatever. That's fine. I understand. I'll just say that was a lot of money, but I don't know. <laughs> I'll keep my money instead of going there. <laughs> um, no one in particular. I'm just coming out with something. But so... I think Jealousy, Jealousy speaks to me. Ooh. And it's a cool song. It's musically cool. I think yeah. this should be on the radio. Come, come, Coco comparison or however Whoa. she says it, co comparison. So golly, that is such a good groove. I mean, it's 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 musically cool. And then when I started to listen to the lyrics, hey, I listen yeah, to the lyrics good. sometimes. Um, I don't know. I just kind of um I relate to it right now in my life, which is funny because you know, this is uh let's say a 16-year-old, 17-year-old yep. talking about, you know, the girls of looking like this on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, but I'm thinking about, you know, where I am in my yeah. life. But it's still relatable. So I think that's what makes this album powerful in terms of it talks to everybody. And that is 100% truth right there. You're 100% correct. And I don't want it to make it sound like when I, I was talking about the the lack of maturity and some of the stuff, this album, like I said, is solid. It's good. Like, I, there's a lot of things I love about it. The only thing that I had a downside about was some of the lyrics being a little bit immature, in my opinion. However, this is one of those ones that really hits the nail on the head and is perfect. Great song, great rhythm, great groove, wonderful lyrics. This is what I wanted the rest of the album's lyrics to be like. Sure. And it's, you know, it's 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 cool in terms of the music too. The chorus, the second and third chorus has this little jarring synth that comes yeah. up. And so it kind of makes you feel a little uneasy. But in all honesty, you know, it's difficult for me to say something like this, that I don't like to look at social media yeah. because I don't like to see what everybody's doing all the time. I'm 100% right there with so you. So I totally relate to her in this way. And uh, I wonder if anybody else out there too. It's, it's funny because social media for me is the same thing. The only reason why I'm on Facebook really, honestly, is to promote our podcast. That's really it. I show some pictures. We also have a private, something called Daily Kiddo that family members have access to. So we don't put up a lot of pictures, but I'll throw up some kid pictures every once in a while, just so other old coworkers, former coworkers, things like that can see. And so I I like Facebook for that, but I will admit I get jealous. And so I don't know. I'm showing some of my feelings here. Oh, Jay, what the feels? You know, and I'm a little nervous to say, but yeah, just in terms of where I am, you know, I get a little nervous to see people and I I don't have to see everything. So I, I like jealousy, jealousy. I love that you are opening yourself up, Jeremy, uh, because this, again, when we talked about good things, this podcast has done for us, it's, it's 
enabled us to open up and speak about things. I would never have known that about you. And I've known you for 20 some odd years, 30 years, however long we've known each other, like a long time. I, I, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. Facebook is odd for me. I don't, I just don't check it very much. And uh, I wonder everybody else out there too, let us know, let you know, us as, know, as you're reading this on Facebook or listening to this and seeing a post on Facebook, <laughs> now you say, Oh, Jeremy doesn't actually check any of this. Oh. But, um, yeah, I, I know, I know, for example, this is true because, um, my wife checks Facebook much more often and the, the way the algorithm works, she'll say, yeah. Oh, did you see this? And I go, Oh, no. because I just don't <laughs> check it. And I see stuff that's really old and things like that. So that's a whole nother issue with the algorithm of social media. Um, But I do love a lot of things. So please keep sharing because I do like to see, oh, that's cool. They're up to that and the kids and the cats and things like that. But professional things, I I think of Facebook. So we're at the age that I started Facebook literally when Facebook started. And I was in college when Facebook started. So I think of Facebook as a certain thing. Yep. And then when I see it more as a professional thing, in my mind... It's hard for me to see a professional. So maybe that's another thing. I use Twitter more professionally, and so it's okay. But then with Facebook, it's a little bit more, it should just be for family and friends yeah. and kids and cat pictures. I agree. So it's, I it's, almost wish that the album argument stuff wasn't on Facebook, but it has to be. We Yeah, we have, we to, have reach, to. We have to reach everybody. So we love everybody on Facebook. We love so. everybody out there. Thank you for listening to us, by the way. Yes, on Facebook <laughs> and wherever you listen to us. Um, so if I have a bad song, you know, they're all great. Uh, I'm just going to go with quality because this is a hit, and I understand why it's a hit. It's super catchy, but the chorus sounds like really bad drums. So it's uh, good for you. So I'm sorry, you know, production wise, when I hear it on the radio, it sounds worse because there's extra compression and things on the radio. So it sounds like garbage. It sounds much better listening to the album streaming, but. And here comes the chair flying across to Jeremy. It's just, it's a cool, you know, it's got that pop punk or whatever, but I think too, I don't like, it's got that halftime feel and then it's double. I just never like songs that do that. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the sound of the chorus and it just is annoying pop to me and all the rest of the songs kind of work together and they fit whether it's acoustic or kind of more electronic rock and this one's still rock but it's just not my favorite this is a great song and you're gonna regret picking this one i mean just in, in years to come you're gonna look back and go i wished i wouldn't have picked this nope 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 <laughs> see the problem is it starts off with the bass which is awesome yes similar to jealousy jealousy but then the chorus comes and the drums sound like trash now, that's a good point Sorry, as a as a engineer, audio engineer, just I think I'm sorry. Who recorded this? That is Those no drums in that chorus. Right. Just it takes away, and I just it I is the weakest part of the song. Yeah, it, and I think compared to all the other quality instruments across the album, everything sounds great except for yeah. this one. Uh, so that leads me to my pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the single as well. Uh, it's the very first one, "Driver's License." It's because this song is just one. It's just beautiful. But to me, this. This is the the whole story based of this song. This is teenage love. And this is what we should be focusing on when we think about teenage love is in, when it comes to heartbreak of it, it's this right here. I drove up to your house or I drove past your house and I thought about you and that's beautiful. 
in that second half of the song, oh my gosh, I, I fell over the first time I heard it. I was like, this is beautiful. And I will say it right now. Driver's License is one of the greatest songs that has ever been written. Oh. And I just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Cause you said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Yeah, I think she performed this at the Grammys last year, this year, and it was a good performance. It's great. And I've heard this in passing, and so I agree. Yeah, it's a good song. It was kind of like a joke. Not a joke, but it was like a social media um, yeah. uh, thing, TikTok, whatever, and I think oh, even yeah. SNL had a skit about it. But it's it is honestly, it's a good song. I it agree. is. It's again, a great song. I, I'll, I'll stand by it. One of the greatest songs that has ever been written, and it's beautiful. Uh, it fits the album so well. Now, there's other songs on this album I really like. Uh, Brutal, we talked about that. Brutal's a great song. Um, against Jeremy, I love Good For You. I think Good For You is a wonderful song. Uh, let's see, what other ones? Happier, Jealous, uh, Jealousy, Jealousy, as Jeremy said. Those are both great songs. Uh, the one song, there's actually two songs that I, I didn't really care for. Um, the first one being Traitor. Now, I didn't pick this one overall. But again, the music's fine in this song. It came down to the lyrics. She says in the chorus, you know, I guess you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. And it's like, well, no, no. If he betrayed your love by dumping you, that's okay. This shows that you're young, your youngness here. So betrayal would be a better word. Oh, totally. Traitor. Not yeah. traitor. Traitor. You know, he's not a Benedict Arnold for dumping you or whatever. I mean, like early relationships, that's what happens. And of course, she doesn't know that yet because she hasn't lived a life yet. She's still beginning her life. And I don't fault her for it because she's writing what she knows. However, we still have to be critics about things. And that that's my big critique there about that one. But the last song, you know what? I have to give her credit, though. I'll credit her for this. She has written an amazing breakup album. That's exactly what this is. Yes. This is her first love breaking up with her. That's what the album is. Every song on this album is about that, except one. The one I picked. No. No, even that one technically is still about it. Um, to yeah. a degree. Uh, to a degree. But you, that's why I picked Jealousy, Jealousy, yeah. because at least the main theme was not the main the theme. However, you can still tie it to the breakup. The last song on here, Hope You're Okay, which, by the way, we can't even spell your properly. We, yeah, I'll give you that. You that, are. That's that nice. shows your teenage-ness. This song is a song that's like, oh, hey, there's this kid I knew that he had it kind of rough. I hope he's all right. Uh, yeah, who knows? But I like that it breaks it up, though. I like it for the it, other it, reason. No, no. If you're going to have what, how many, 11 tracks, 11 tracks, and 10 of them are about how that boy did you wrong, mm. finish off the album with how the boy did you wrong. Nine Stay of them. Stay Dude, we are seriously going to fight after this. No, I'm sorry. Like... Just throw this song off the album. Keep it 10 songs all about how your boyfriend sucks. And leave it at that. And somehow we fell out of touch. Hope he took his bad deal and made a royal flush. Don't know if I'll see you again, 
sad part is, is it's not a bad song. All right. Yeah. All right. It's really not. Maybe that's why it's the last song. Maybe. But like, again, it doesn't fit the rest of the album. Yeah. Now, when I listen to this song based on the chorus of the chorus effect on the guitar, I get kind of a feel that I should mention. And I hate to do comparisons, but I think this album in 2021, based on her age, is actually pretty on par with Jagged Little Pill of Alanis Morissette. You are correct. And I will I will give you that. But the one thing I will say about Jagged Little Pill is that was mature. That had more maturity in it. She was like, I believe Alanis was two years older, though, when she recorded it. Maybe a year old, but still, maybe that one year was a, a, another life lift. Right. But the, in terms of just teen angst and, you know, of, of a breakup and yeah. having you, I don't know. Does uh, Olivia, she doesn't want bad on anybody. I think Alanis kind of wanted a little yeah, bit she, more bad on them. She was a little bit more vindictive. <laughs> but it's very similar. And, um, you know, not just because they're both, I'll just go ahead and say, not just because they're both female artists. No, but not at all. They're both written at similar times of their career, right at the beginning, let's say. Yeah. And so let's see. Maybe Sour does turn into one of the best-selling albums. It, it will. A little bit. It will. This is, a, as I said, I know I've been very hard on this record, but I just want to keep reiterating. And I know I said it in this, this podcast already, but this is a solid record. This is a four and a half star out of five star record. It's not perfect, but dang it, it is so close a few changes here, a few changes there, maybe a little bit of maturity, as I like to say. And this would be a five-star record. This would be a perfect album. It's not, but it's close. Well, I'll, I'll fight you on that. I think it's a perfect first album, too. You know, yeah, she has many if, more albums and much more music to come, hopefully. Right? Hopefully, yeah. And so I think in terms of if you look back like our previous album with Foo Fighters or anybody, their first album can be a little bit more raw. They're kind of still finding their voice. You know, she's coming out of, let's say, the Disney age, and she's hitting a yeah. different style. So she's developing, and uh, I don't have a problem with that. So. I'm a little bit nervous for her that she set the bar so high. That's true. Very true. I, I, I hope, I really do very much hope that Olivia Rodrigo becomes this massive superstar, yep. more than she already is. Uh, because, again, her voice is just angelic. It's beautiful. The way she, oh, her quiet, her loud it's awesome all the way around. And I'm willing to bet her songwriting is as good as it is right now is going to skyrocket. Yep. I just, I hope that she can hold on to that momentum. Yeah. And just don't write, uh, choruses like good for you anymore. <laughs> it's a good chorus. It's a, it's a catchy chorus, but I hit skip. Like if I hear deja vu on the, the, the radio or even driver's license, I would love to hear jealousy, jealousy. I'm going to keep listening to it. Jealousy, so, jealousy should be a single. Uh, for everybody out there, please let us know. Have you listened to this album? Yeah, you know, tell being us about a very it. new album, tell us about it on our socials, even if, you know, Facebook and Twitter, as I mentioned before. Well, I do look at Facebook, you know, here and there, maybe once a month or so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so let us know, though. Is this an album that you think will stand the test of time and maybe live on and uh, be a launching point for her career? Or is it just a one-time only album and she'll fade away? If you had to say so right now, will this album last the test of time? What's your answer? Yes. Yes. I agree. I don't know why I paused, but... No, that's no, fair. I should just say You had to yes. think about it. Yeah, I just had to think about it. So it's hard for me to say new albums will last the test of time. But this one, there's something right. about this one that will. Yeah. I, I almost guarantee it. We're going to be talking about this record 20, 30 years from now still. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me to say when something comes out, you're like, oh, this is the greatest ever. And you're like, well, let's just give it some time. Let's just see. But I, I, I don't have that ear. I'm not an A&R person. So that's why I had to pause and say, it's still kind of new. We'll see. 
but it's been a year. It's been a year. So, and uh, I think everybody else really enjoys it too. It's great. Very good. Thank you so much out there for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you for taking a look at the podcast, downloading us and sharing us with everybody. Uh, please, please, please support the artists. Go look them up. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, download all of her information and her music. Uh, go watch her shows, the, yes. the high school musical series and Bizarre Vark and whatever else you can find her on. And please visit us at thealbumargument.com where you can find Jeremy's Spotify playlist where he puts all the songs from the albums we cover. And a quick programming note. Happy end of the year to everybody. Happy end of the year. And we are going to be doing some traveling. I could say for myself, uh, family's going to go do some traveling and things like that. We're going nowhere. We're (laughs) going nowhere. There's a song about that on the road to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, um, so anyway, so we are not going to have an episode next week. So nope. just FYI. So if you're looking for us, maybe go back and you know binge some of the episodes yeah. that you have missed. So we're going to take off just the first of the year, but then we will be right back, right back with some wonderful, great albums. Um, it's a doozy album you don't want to miss. Uh, we're coming back strong with something that's uh, super popular, super well known, classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. So we look forward to uh, uh, seeing you and uh, listening to your thoughts in the new year, 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much out there. Everybody, have a good one. I hope you had a great holiday. We'll see you next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. We are out.